0: 702. Technology and Society with Aki Anastasio. Aki Anastasio and Technobytes. Good morning. Good morning to you, Mr. Ray White. How are you doing, sir? I'm fine. How are you feeling about things? I'm asking all my colleagues because I care about my colleagues. How are you feeling about COVID-19, staying at home and stuff? Well,
1: you know, it's quite interesting. I think... um, Uh, You know, I've kind of been plotting uh, how I've been feeling since we started the lockdown. And uh, my scenario is that I've been in lockdown uh, in in my home. I've gone out occasionally uh, for a bit of shopping. Um, It was, I think the first week was, wow, this is interesting. This is new. The second week, I was going getting a little bit anxious. The third week, I was over Zoom meetings, and uh, you know, it was just getting so much, you know, so much digital interaction. Um, The fourth week, I was starting to get bored and say to myself, "Well, I'm kind of over this." Um, And I guess where I am now is I'm adapting to the new way of doing business. Um, I'm thinking of new innovative ways of tackling different issues in my day-to-day life, Uh, started exercising a lot more after the third week. Uh, You got a bit lazy. Um, So I think I'm adapting to my surroundings and I'm trying to make the best of a situation that leaves me feeling anxious on some days.
0: Yeah, you, you, you do. But I'm looking at what you've provided for us today, and I can see that you've come up with some great ideas. So let's start with Google launching its new app. Yeah, so a lot of parents are at home, and you
1: know, as we all know, that schools are closed, and it can be a bit, bit of a challenge for parents. Now, there's a lot of um, there are a lot of different apps out there that you can use to help with your kids keep them occupied, depending on the age that they are. But Google launched a new app, and it's called Read Along that that aims to help primary school kids practice their reading skills, and stay educationally engaged while these school closures are happening during the coronavirus. Now, it's an Android app, and it's based on an existing Google application called Bolo, which they launched in India last year, and it's got a massive catalog of different books. But this updated version has now been rebranded, and it's now called Read Along, and it's got nine different languages um, and basically what it does is it really uses Google's speech recognition and text-to-speech to to help kids read. Now, the app has a built-in reading assistant called Dia and what happens is as kids read out aloud – the assistant, which is called DIA, detects if the child is struggling with a certain passage or what they're reading. It can jump in with some positive reinforcement and help the kid read. So really, it's it's an app that's designed, and it's a very, very smart app designed to help kids read better. Um, It helps them read sentences. It helps them pronounce words that they might not know. And as children progress in the app, then there's a reward and and you get different games that you can play and there's prizes that will help encourage kids to improve their skills. So it's a very, very clever app. And I think, uh, you know, education is one thing that is going to be really disrupted uh, throughout this coronavirus. And we're seeing many organizations coming up with different innovations, um, holding classes in different ways. Um, I've been interacting with many students across different levels of education right up until students studying medicine at medicine school, for example. And it's really interesting to see how the interactions have changed, how so many of the lectures are being uploaded online, how kids work um, together in, in a primary school environment. Now, in South Africa, for example. We have different challenges. I mean, we've got inequality. We've got kids that don't have access to all of these things. Kids don't have access to data. And that's the biggest challenge that we are going to have to overcome because whether we like it or not, uh, technology has evolved to such a point, Ray, that, um, you know, COVID-19 has demonstrated that we have to move away from doing things the way we used to, mm. to doing it more efficiently using technology. And the government is going to have to, sp- you know, step in and and really get those tablets out to kids. I know they've been doing it and I hear Paniyaz al talking about it often, but this is the new normal. This is yeah. the future of education. It's going to be using interactive um, lessons and technologies to, to, to teach kids and, and, uh, and
0: teenagers uh, in the education system. Aki, okay, how does this work though when it comes to language or rather American versus South African? Because if I'm going to go on a route versus a route, things are different. I mean, do they take that into account? They
1: certainly do. Um, I mean, it, it was developed in India, so India is, is closer to us than, than American English, for example. Um, and yes, there's a, there's a lot of input. Uh, I think that they are learning a lot as they go along. Um, and they're adding a lot of different titles um, to this. So, yes, that is a challenge because, you know, they spell uh, like honor with an O-R instead of an O-U-R Yeah. Uh, in our case, for example. So, yes, those things are dealt with and uh, you can
0: choose the different language options. Okay, good. The next one is uh, sort of applies to everybody. Home workouts and a home workout app. And we've all got very, very lazy and understandably, but... There's a new app that's out that could help all of us, especially you, because you've been running a lot and now you've had to stop sort of, haven't you? Well, yes. Look, there are so
1: many apps. I mean, the, you look at one sector in the market uh, that has grown exponentially throughout this coronavirus is is the fitness apps. And, you know, people are coming up with different innovations. I mean, I even look at my personal trainer, for example. Hello, Fiona. Good morning to you. She's <laughs> She's now – she's had to adapt her business. And we're all adapting – uh, in everything that we do. So for example, uh, my personal trainer, Fiona, st- c- cannot see uh, people like myself. You you can't be in physical contact, gyms are closed. So what do you do with your clients? Do you stop earning an income? So what she's been doing is she's been doing Zoom sessions, for example. So people log into Zoom and you can look at the workout and you can follow everybody else and what she's doing in the workout. And now she's building a, a monetary site to it. So if you want to uh, buy a you know a, a bundle of sessions in a month that you can join in, you will get the passwords and you will get personal instruction from a personal trainer uh, across different variables. Now there are lots of different apps as I mentioned um, that are out there, and there are a few really really good ones. Firstly, there's a great free one. This one is called the Johnson and Johnson Official Seven Minute Workout App. It really includes jumping jacks. You can and and you don't need any gym equipment right you can yeah. you just need a chair to do your triceps you can do a wall chair sits for example and you lean up against the wall you can do jumping jacks and in seven minutes it gives you a really good workout that increases your heart rate level and that's absolutely free the other one that is fantastic is one called peloton now peloton was initially uh, designed for for cyclists but they have really taken this app to a whole new different level and if you open up the app you, you get a whole lot of different options to do exercise. If you want to, for example, cycle, if you want to go outdoor running, if you want to meditate, for example, if you want to stretch, if you want to do boot camp, if you want to do um Uh, You know, a yoga session. It's got it all inside this app and they give you 30 days free and after 30 days you can try, uh, you can pay for the different um, services that they have. Um, There's one, there's a boxing one for example which is called Fight Camp. If you are into boxing you can try that one which is really really good. I mean Fitbit have got a great personal trainer as well Uh, Nike have got one as well they've added lots of different workouts and I mean if you just look on YouTube for example they are just so many different workouts that you can follow. So there's no excuse not to exercise. And I think (laughs) exercise is so important. um, And we don't touch on it enough uh, during the lockdown period because you get into a bad habit. You start eating badly. You're not exercising. You're not as active as you used to be. And it's so important. I actually noticed myself getting grumpy uh, like two, three weeks into the lockdown period because I wasn't exercising and it's such an yeah. important component of our lives and there's no excuse. And then, uh, Ray, there's mm-hmm. also the smart TVs, you know, the likes of Samsung and LG that, you know, you can you can get different apps that you can download and you can stand in front of your smart TV and do different exercises, whether you're doing yoga or you're doing Pilates or you're just doing meditation. It's important to do something.
0: The thing is, though, you also need that motivation. It's great to have a gym buddy, somebody who says, it's Ray, here. Aki, you and I are gonna to go to gym today, and Aki says, I don't really want to and say it's not an option. You know, that, that yeah. that's the problem. You need that 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 gym buddy who's there for you. And unfortunately, I mean, I, I would hope that maybe some of these apps also have an alarm system to say, get out of bed, lazy bones, and go for it. <laughs> yeah, they
1: certainly do have an alarm system, and they also have a buddy system as well. So, you know, you and I might be at a different location. We can both log in to a session and do it together. Um, which which is quite which is quite great uh, when you look at the buddy system and i agree with you i think for me that motivation is really really important and most of these apps have that ability to have that that that, that live motivation uh, as we log on together at the same time, many apps are also offering daily classes which are live. So you've actually got a, an instructor that's there, and, and I mean, just like my personal trainer who does it once a day. So so there's no excuse. There's yeah. no excuse, Mr. White. Stop <laughs> telling me about this buddy system that you haven't been training and everything. You and I at our age we need
0: to be exercising. You're quite right. And with these apps we can also wear our leg warmers, no problem whatsoever. <laughs> no, I'm not wearing any leg warmers. <laughs> okay, I don't want to know. Now, Nintendo, your third item on your agenda today, Nintendo. And I I remember Nintendo Wii and we got one of those Wii's and it was great for exercise and all the rest of it. But it just seemed that after that Nintendo sort of just dropped off the radar because they weren't doing very well against the likes of say PlayStation or Xbox. But it looks like they're doing very well.
1: Well, they're an extraordinary company. Um, You know, Nintendo has been around since 1889, believe it or not. They started off as a a trading card company in in Kyoto, in Japan. And they've dabbled in all sorts of things. You know, even in the 60s, I think they even dabbled into, you know, marketing instant rice. And gaming only came to them like in, in the 70s, for example. And you may even remember growing up in the 80s, a game called Donkey Kong. Remember Donkey Kong? Very well. Yes, Mario Brothers. Yeah. Very well. Super Mario, Donkey Kong. So so Nintendo has been one of these companies that have just been bringing out the hits. And they one of these fascinating brands that generationally, they still stay relevant. I mean, here you and I are talking about something that we grew up with uh, long ago. Um and then they had a resurgence in the 90s and of course Pokemon not so long ago. Not,
0: let me not remind everybody about Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. um, Did but, you hold but, on? Hold on and, a second. And, do you, do you know, well. Aki? Do you know that yes. I still drive in traffic when you get stuck at a robot? I can still see people looking for those Pokemon monsters. You're it's kidding. the weirdest thing, and it's what's 2020.
1: I went through that phase very briefly, and i I realized I was making a complete fool of myself, and i I stopped doing it immediately. But I did catch some very interesting monsters in the traffic. but uh, that's that's I mean you know the therapy has helped me quite a bit deal with that. but <laughs> but yeah, you know here we go. we talk about this kind of thing, and it stays. And every so often, Nintendo has this incredible smash it, and the smash it they've had is with the Nintendo Switch device. Now, it's not cheap but it is one of the best investments you will make in your kids. Um, not only does it help you with spatial thinking and really thinking out of the box and laterally, this video game console has surpassed their sales targets. I mean, they, they have sold... Millions and millions of this particular gaming console, which is almost—it's—it's it's a bigger size than a, than a than a cell phone, a large cell phone, but it's got the adaptability that you can try different kinds of handheld style play because it's a hybrid console, so you can mm. swap stuff around. But. It's, it's a fantastic one. I mean, I've got one myself. When I go traveling, I take my Nintendo Switch with me and they've got a Nintendo Switch Lite as well and you cannot find these for the love of money. They are in such demand around the world. Now, one of their recent hits, which they've had just this week, is, is another game that really is fantastic for kids to play. If you've got your kids there, uh, this, this game, they will absolutely love playing and it's become a huge hit. In fact, they are Profits have surged thirty-three percent. Wow! Um, not only because of the switch sales that have surged, but the games that they are bringing out, and the game that I'm specifically talking about has uh, has just gone crazy. Kids are playing this game online. And they are absolutely loving this particular game, and it's really helped them go to a next level. Um, the the Switch Lite, by the way, which I'll talk about the the game. By the way, is called Animal Crossing's New Horizons, and it's one of their top selling games ever. I think they've sold close to twelve million of these games since lockdown started, kind of in March around the world. So it's extraordinary to th- this company is such a great case study for business how technology companies evolve and how they come up with different technologies to reignite the love for technology and and provide a form of entertainment for kids and different generations. So this, uh, you know, the Nintendo... Uh, games transcend across many different generations, and I have no doubt that, you know, if this company's been around for over 100 years, they are going to be around for the next few decades, but you know, the Nintendo Switch, and in particular this game called Animal Crossing, which Mm. I uh, I have to admit I did download it and I have been playing it and it is a little bit addictive but it's interactive interactive and it gets kids going and it gets kids thinking laterally. So if you've got kids and you have the Nintendo Switch or you've got the Nintendo Switch Lite, Please download the game. They will love it.
0: So you're actually recommending it because a lot of parents at the moment don't like too much screen time for their kids. I know a lot of parents will say you have two hours today or an hour today and that's the end of it. But this is not a bad idea.
1: No, it's not. And I think that you have to have balance. And, and, and you know, you can put those parameters inside the Nintendo Switch. Um, you know, you've got different software and parents have got access to to the console as well. So I, I think it's all about balance. And you've got to encourage kids to think out of the box laterally and engage with technology because this is the future. And you've got to get them thinking around where technology is going, how it's shifting people's minds in a different way in learning a different skill that you will apply further down further down in life.
0: Yeah. Aki, okay, just a final question. Yes. And when looking at what's happening with us at the moment, the United States, uh, many sort of states shutting down, some reopening, we're looking at what's happened in Asia. When it's looking at tech, is, is uh, sort of new tech, is it coming out at the moment? Are we looking at new cell phones coming out, new games coming out, Nintendo, as you've just said, now they've come out to something new? Or is everything on hold at the moment? What sense are you getting? Well, that's a great question, Ray. Um, uh,
1: Yes, a lot of the things are on hold, and I think production um, has been interrupted for a few weeks while corona was at its peak, especially in China, where the main production lines are situated. Um, But but we are certainly starting to see that uh, companies like Apple, for example, uh, Apple has, re- has has introduced a new phone, uh, which is fantastic. I'll hopefully be talking about it in the next few weeks. It's it's a phone that's designed to uh, enter the market uh, at a price point that's affordable for for many people, um, and it's going to be around nine thousand rand, between nine and ten thousand rand. Uh, it's a really slick-looking device. Now, already we're hearing rumors about Apple 12, which is normally, uh, you know, Apple released their flagship devices around the August timeframe. We know that, uh, for example, Samsung introduced their their uh, their um, S20 in, in in March, and it went live. A lot of people have got that phone. So to answer your question, a lot of these organizations are working while the lockdown is happening, and they are designing it. The production is going to be the challenge, I think, but I don't think it's, you know, the supply chain has been that interrupted. I think they will make up for that lost time. Um, but what's interesting to see is organizations like Apple and Google, for example, um, they, they've told their staff members that until 2021, you have the option yeah. to work from home. You only come in if it's absolutely necessary. But having said that, Uh, I think the world that we're living in, and I was just trying to imagine what the world would be without the internet right now. The internet has enabled us to collaborate and to be able to design, even when you're working in a remote location. Uh, So yes, to answer your question, I think that it is being accelerated even further. I think innovation boundaries are being pushed even more when you look at how we are developing technologies to help us deal with coronavirus. The challenge is going to be on the on the privacy side is that how much of our liberties are we willing to give in for us to stay healthy? And I'm talking about the tracking apps that both Google and Apple are developing mm. and are going to be releasing in the next couple of weeks. Um, and many com- companies are developing these tracking apps that really you input your information on how you're feeling And we we basically have the ability to track human beings at any time on how they're feeling. And in that way, we get to manage this app a lot better up until a vaccine is available for us to lead a
0: normal life again. Because the reality is that this is the new normal we're living in. Yeah, this is the new normal that we're living in, but it's also very concerning. Because, Aki, like you must admit, people have problems with privacy. I don't like the fact that Apple can, can, can track me on my iPhone. I don't like it at all. So I, send my pri- I actually put my privacy settings off. Yeah. It's very disconcerting because are they using it to track me because they care about me? Or are they using it to look at how they can market me, how they can make money out of me? That's the big thing. Well, it is a big thing, but here's the thing. I think that the the, the
1: the the word trust is key here. I trust a company like Apple. I do trust a company like Google. I think that um, we have uh, organizations that, that, that look out for these things on, on behalf of us. I don't trust governments. I don't trust what governments will do with that information, how they will use it. They might be using it now to help us fight this coronavirus. How will they use it? During the next election, how will they use it when they want to track what citizens are doing um, in in future? So I trust the brands like Google and Apple. I don't trust what governments will
0: do with my data. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. Aki Anastasio with a Technobite. Aki, I'm sure I'll see you soon.